I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Y'all not an invalid, although I used to smoke the weed out. Alicia He Muhammad used to say I had to be out. Scheming on the cookies with crazy booming back ones. Pushing on the real. Harder so we have fun. Uh, so we had big fun when i left for rosie i was boulevard status battling an mc when wasn't it was that as bad as it was one mc after one mc hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen wednesday um last show of the week mm-hmm. um this is the black guy who tips.com that's where you gotta go sign up for a premium sign up to donate um leave comments vote in the polls all that stuff that we tell you every show you can do all that stuff at the com. we appreciate everybody that does that make sure you're leaving us five star itunes reviews you know if you enjoyed some of the guests on the show this week leave us some feedback about them you know i'm sure guests listen to the feedback show and they wonder what you guys thought about them um leave us five star reviews talk about whatever you want to in those reviews we promise to read them on the show regardless of content uh, another thing you can do is um email the show leave voicemails all this stuff great ways to contribute and leave feedback for the show um today's oh uh, wait the weapon the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh-huh. and we got to be out of here at nine at the latest so today's show might be a little short but i'll tell you what we have done in the last couple of days i actually okay put this on the site we've done some guest appearances we sure have sir so you know people that feel like i'm not getting enough uh tbgwt in my life all you got to do is uh you know check us out man you can go to uh, tbgwt.net or the blackoutters.com and check out the post we had a blog post today about our latest guest appearances we were on a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. um i was on film geeks radio film geek radio's agents of shield cast um, I'm going to be trying to do that weekly. Um, and it's basically a review of the Agents of Shield podcast. We did a preview last week. That's already up on iTunes and whatnot. Just go search for Agents of Shield cast. And you can also find it, uh, a review with Karen and I both on it <clears throat> for movie trailer reviews with Chris and Kev. Mm-hmm. And we reviewed the first episode of the, the uh, Agents of Shield. And uh, we had a good time. It was very fun, nice conversation. It was probably 30 40 minute episode Max, of a yeah. podcast but you know um hopefully you guys enjoy that um you know karen doesn't do a lot of guest appearances anymore she just puts <laughs> me on the stroll ah! uh make you work hard woman mm-hmm. uh part of the house husband what you got to deal with you know <laughs> uh i was on where's my 40 acres eargasm review of nothing was the same uh that's the title of drake's album and so I had to actually listen to Drake for work related reasons. Um, it's the only way to get me to listen to Drake. Um, and, uh, cause I'll do anything for, you know, my crew of ratchet friends over there at, uh, where's my 40 acres and they abuse that privilege. So you want to hear me talk about what I think about nothing was the same. There you go. Uh, I was also on episode 30 of the dream team orgasm apology, uh, which was a very fun episode. And, um, it was uh where I discovered that apparently there is racism in our sound effects, Karen. Did you know this? Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, did you know we have sound effects for different types of people or reaching climax? Oh, shit. Yeah, I had no idea this was a thing. I discovered it while messing around with um 
with with, with the crew from uh dream the dream team and uh i will never be the same again karen it, it really blew my mind um i had no idea this kind of racism existed out here on spotify oh shit yeah um did we already say the official weapon in the fish and his bullet ball extreme bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. all right um yeah like did, i got a bunch of sound effects um did you want to hear one of let me see if i can find what it was it was just so like um yeah here it is sounds of passion uh did you want to hear an african-american man climaxing a chinese man climaxing Oh, you talking about like climaxing, climaxing? Orgasm, a reaching orgasm, Karen. This is on Spotify. This is on Spotify. Who recorded this? I I don't know. Do you want to hear it? or? Yes. All right, which one you want to hear? French, German, Latino, British, old Jewish man, Indian man, Ah! redneck, surfer dude, Canadian man, New Yorker, African-American. What what would you like to hear? Who do you want to hear come? Uh, You just pick one. So you don't have any choice. I don't have a preference. All right. Well, let's start with, uh, let's see what a, um, let's see what a redneck sounds like. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, that's good. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's your daddy. No, really. I'm your daddy. No. Oh. Ooh, that's good, baby. Ooh. 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 Yeah, baby. That is, ah! uh, mm-hmm. apparently that is what they sound like, uh, climaxing. Uh, the, I thought, I thought the African-American one was the most racist, but, but this is pretty close. This is Chinese man climaxing. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we need someone to clarify if that's actually Chinese yeah, or not. Yeah, because that sounds like the people at like the Chinese places when I'd be like, I want a, a number five with fried rice. It sounds like them talking to the cook, so I couldn't mm-hmm. tell the difference. Yeah, I can't tell uh, what Sorry. that is. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like that when they order anything at the Chinese place that I go to, uh, even though they're probably speaking Korean. Oh, um, so you how much I know. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, we got um, a British man climaxing. And so... I think this is Amber P's fantasy. This is Cheerio. Oh, yes, darling. Oh, yes. Oh, little heart. Oh, no. Oh, oh darling. Go. Oh, you go, go, go. Oh. That's that, nice. That didn't really seem like it. anything special to me. Mm-mm. Indian man? Is it Indian man? That's good. Oh, that's, oh, that's really nice. Oh. Oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, thank you, oh, that's, oh, thank you very much, oh, that's, oh, now I'm without, oh, thank you, oh, now I'm with, oh, thank you very much, oh, that feels so good, very good, very, very good. Oh, please don't stop, oh, please don't stop, oh, please don't stop, oh, thank you. I'm surprised that didn't end with thank you come again and the chime for the door at <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> that, that is so racist. Um... Uh, what else we got? Now, yeah. We got a uh, Latino man. That's a Latino. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, mommy. Hey. Hey, mommy. That's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good, baby. Is that even Latino? That I don't even know I what that was. Know. It sounds doesn't sound any. I watched way too much Latin porn Me to too. think that that is what it sounds that like. You, yeah. Um, and of course the capper. 
african-american man climaxing uh you want to hear what an african-american man that you've heard african-american man climax so <laughs> yes i have i think a lot of people who watch pornography have heard it but here is the way the sound effects machine believes that black people black men sound, sound. effects machine this is how black men sound when they come yeah, baby, that's good. Oh, yeah, baby, that's good. Yeah, oh, now, oh, got a cold. God damn, bitch, God damn, the pussy good. God, holy shit, God, oh, come over, got shit. now put your pussy on the ladder over here now. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Mmm, mmm, baby. Mmm, God, mmm, yes. Yeah, okay, now, here you go, baby. Oh, that's, now, take it off. Now, look at here, baby. I got some bone for a good bitch like you. That's right. <laughs> ah! Oh, did the dudes from Comedy Central do this, Key and Peel? <laughs> no, they would never do anything that's not funny. Um, I, I mean, I mean, like, like I could see them joking about something, like, just do, like, a skit. I like that the African-American one is the longest. Because <laughs> you know. I guess they figure he lasts the longest. Yeah, I guess that means. Yeah, I guess we black men last Y'all longest. Win. You know, so y'all win. Yeah, so you got a New Yorker. Yeah, I got a New Yorker coming. Is that what you want to hear next? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, baby, that's right. Oh, ow, ooh, yeah, that's ooh, yeah, baby, ow. You know how to do it, all right? Now bring it over there. Oh, now put. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, all right. Get the hell out of here. I guess ah! Andrew Dice uh, plays uh, Yes, you got Italian. <clears throat> no, they don't have Italian. They have the only ones we haven't done. Surfer dude. You want to hear surfer dude this coming? Surfer dude. Yeah. Okay. All right, y'all. That's radical. Oh, just oh, oh, oh. Oh wow! That's a surfer dude. That's what they sound like when they <laughs> old Jewish man. What is an old Jewish man doing coming? Nice. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, a little bit. Oh, oh, that's good. Get down. Get down. I feel, I, I, oh, you think when he busting up, money comes out? <laughs> I don't know, care. <laughs> uh, they don't part with that um, that much. So um, they made, see. yeah, they made out of it. That's why I said they probably do it and count it. German man yeah. coming. Oh yeah. Oh, das ist gut. Oh, das ist gut. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Did a dude? It's feel like the same dude did all these. Like just go get like you know African American people exist. You could just go get them to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, your time. Oh, this. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, Why didn't the French one have? Parlez-vous yeah. français? Yeah. Why didn't the French have we in it at all? We, 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 girl. That does mean yes, right? I thought so. I might be wrong. Yeah. This is uh. This is what people believe that different types of men sound like. There's I'm pretty uh, sure they have better special effects at that somewhere. Uh, I guess. I hope so. Me too. They have some uh, lesbians in a jacuzzi. I wonder if it's a dude doing the lesbian voices. <laughs> oh, Lord, I hope they got some women for this. Let's oh, play yeah, it. Oh, yeah, baby. Yes. Mm. 
porn clip for this? I one? can't tell if that's lesbians in a jacuzzi or like dolphins. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, so that they get underwater. Grunting female. I think he just sampled actual porn. That's I, not that, even. Yeah, okay. I'm, why is I'm, there music in those clips, but not the ones that you do? I'm going. This is porn clips. Yeah, this doesn't even sound. Doesn't even sound right. That, that sounds crazy. Uh, of course, there's homosexual. Deeper. Deeper. Oh, oh Lord. Lance. Deeper. <laughs> Why Lance? Why? Oh, Paul Lance. None of the other ones got any names uh, in Yeah, them. nobody, nobody else see? See? Lance. Deeper. Lance. Deeper. So clearly he thinks Lance is like the gayest name. Apparently so. Paul Lance. Uh, there's ejaculation. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. that- <laughs> That is not what it sounds like when sperm shoots out of my penis. I, I'm trying to tell you, start going, boing, 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 boing. I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. Okay. But, but then there's comical ejaculation. <laughs> Who did this? Ah! Why is this funny? Like, <laughs> and how can I tell? There's a, there's a, oh. there's a sound for doggy style, but how can you tell? Oh, no. That, like that he could be, be doing any anything. Style. Ah! He could be doing anything. He could be humping anything too. Yeah, that is amazing. Uh, fellatio. You want to hear that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is he licking on? <laughs> I wish I had camera footage of this dude recording all these. Yes, cause oh my goodness. Like, um, she gonna kill herself if she going at that pace. Oh my god. Anyway. He or she. Ah, whoever doing that sucking. Anyway, you know who brings you all this? Shadow Doll Productions. That's uh-huh. who brings you all of the shit you just heard. They, they actually make quality voice acting and quality, uh, material for people to, uh, it's listen gonna sound to. a lot better than what you just heard, folks. Um, Shadow Doll Productions, uh, is excited about their new charity project, Shorts for Cancer. Uh, what they really are excited about is, uh, they managed to sneak a shout out to this podcast and one of the shorts. I've already put it on the site, but, uh, I'll, you know, go to the site, just click sponsor. You can see it. Um, and they're discussing impossible white man movies and it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, if you want to check it out, go to the YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash shadow dog production and you can, uh, like the video, help them spread the word, share it. Uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Leave a comment. We appreciate everybody takes the time out. It supports their cancer charity project. Uh, so thanks in advance. Uh, so go to Shadow Dog Productions. You can also email them, uh, hit them up at shadowdogproductions at gmail.com on Twitter. Um, and also, uh, he told me to tell everybody that they are looking for, uh, like someone's house or something like that to record different shorts for the shorts for cancer they will be in they they're looking in like the raleigh durham area and they'd only be in your house for about five for for five hours or less but um you know it's it, it will help them to you know be able to film these shorts there and um you know get to meet dexter and some of the actors that have been on the show and really cool nice person he is and, he's uh, sweet you know if you, get, if, if you have if you're able to get involved you should check them out man so uh hit them up on twitter at shadow dog prod or email them shadow dog dot productions at gmail.com shadow dog dot productions at gmail.com 
um let's go ahead and talk about some different stuff man um so i don't talk about it a lot but uh my grandma's in the hospital um uh, she's having some health issues and i went to go see her last week mm-hmm. well, you tried to yeah um and it was so terrible um like because i went up there to go see her i've already seen her before in the hospital um she uh like was at the time was like suffering from different things and mm-hmm. uh we came to visit her and it was weird because um she hadn't been able to recognize people she hadn't been able to talk to people or anything mm-hmm. and she was still kind of in and out of it but when i came like she was like uh responding to just my presence there my voice for some reason she knew i was there uh which was kind of like just trippy because other people had been in and out the whole time um so that was just like you know it's just crazy and, and i hate hospitals personally like it's one of my yeah. biggest um, it's not the funnest place to be yeah it's just one like even since i was a kid like i had an uncle who got into a really bad car wreck where he like broke his leg and stuff and the other one like punctured along and they were like laid up in the hospital oh. they, they had been like racing and shit like drag racing in their cars and like oh and got in a wreck yeah oh, yeah they got in a wreck it was like a wet road they had no business doing that shit um but they did it anyway and uh they got in the wreck and uh we went to the hospital and i remember everybody was going in to like see them and stuff you know and they were all hooked up to all these machines mm-hmm. and when i i was like a young kid probably you know maybe 10 or 11 or so but I just did not want to go in there. Like, I refused. I was like, I'm not going in to see them. I'm going to stay out here in the lobby. And it was like, no, nah, you just have to go see. And I was like, no. It was like, uh, and that's something that's always stuck with me. Like, I, I hate hospitals. I hate that people even have to get sick. I hate mm-hmm. the go see people in there and stuff. But, you know, uh, when Karen's in the hospital, I pretty much ate, slept, and, like, lived there um <laughs> yeah you were my roommate yeah so um it's not something where i refuse to do it i'm a, i know i'm a i'm a adult now and you have to get over shit like that but um you know we went to see my grandma in the hospital um and you know hung out and a lot of times you're really not there for that person if they're really like in and out of it and they're hurting mm-hmm. or whatever and they can't pay attention what you're really there for is just be a moral support for the people. Like my aunt was pretty much staying up there at the hospital all day, mm-hmm. every day. So, you know, it's kind of like a break for them. Hey, why yeah. don't you go grab something, something to eat? eat why don't you go? Rest and, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, or maybe they just need someone to talk to, you know, yeah. um, like when Karen was in and out of it, I know I really appreciate, appreciate it when people came out of room because, you know, Karen would mostly be sleeping or recovering and they we talk i talked to those people about the judge shows and uh <laughs> you know how the podcast is going all kinds of stuff you know um sometimes they give me a break i go home take a quick shower come right mm-hmm. back um stuff like that where it's you know it's just the default mode where you like you're taking care of somebody so i i kind of understand that to me that is not necessarily obligation, but something that, you know, it's nice to do to be like, yeah, I'm going to come through and relieve you kind of. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to come through, um, you know, see my, my grandma. She was doing better at the time. So I was like, hopefully I get to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom gave me the room numbers like, hey, it's in uh, this hospital, this number. So I go up there and I follow all the directions. I go up to the, you know, that 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 floor. And I just walk up to the counter and I'm like, um, 
hi i'm here to see my my grandmother peggy blah 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 and they're like okay um she's in i said she should be in room like six you know say 615 or something right and they're like she got moved she's at 630 now i'm like okay cool so i'm like no problem i walk over to room 630 and it's empty i don't see anybody in there um the bed looks freshly made i don't see any like personal effects um on the desk or no, anything any personal items or, so yeah. i come back and i said hey i went to the room 6 30 um i nobody's in there um i didn't see anything and then she says oh well she may be down getting dialysis um you know and i'm thinking well maybe i guess they just cleaned the room or something maybe they're not keeping a lot of stuff in there i don't know so i'm like okay um so what you know what am i supposed to do now she's like well let me just check and she calls somebody on the phone and like she's talking um literally at uh, on two phones at once at one point like one phone on each side of her head oh and you know she wasn't really paying attention uh, giving you the attention that you deserved right so right then i'm kind of like all right i hope this is not going bad i hope she knows what she's talking about but i'm also a polite person and i hate the people that come to the hospital and really like shit on the hospital staff staff. yeah like the hospital staff can't do their job you know and i I understand any job is a job no matter how important it is to the customer it if someone does it 24 7 it does become work to them yes it does they might not care as much as you would like them to care yep but i that is my default mode is to be respectful of people at their jobs i don't like to be the, the bad guy so you know she's like yeah it, it is 631 she's down getting dialysis right now uh but it should be wrapping up and she should be back up here in a couple of minutes if you just want to go sit in the room and wait for her you'll be fine so i was like okay i'll go sit in the room and i'll wait for her so i wait 15 minutes goes by i'm you know at this point i just like pull out my iphone and or my my i brought my notebook with me i just i mean my uh what a notepad or whatever to start reading comic books like tr- anything to make the time pass you know trying to wait it out um 30 minutes goes by you know still nothing you know no one's even come by the room to open up the door nothing so, oh so you're just sitting in there with the door closed yeah i'm just sitting in there with the door closed you know uh waiting because the door was closed when i got there so i closed it behind me okay you know um so i'm waiting still nothing you know, I text my mom, like, you know, I'm up here. I'm, I don't see anybody that's saying that she's in dialysis. And, you know, my mom is like, well, uh, you know, just, just keep waiting. I'm sure it won't be that long. So maybe 45 minutes in to an hour, I'm just like, this is like, is something, something wrong? wrong? Like, yeah. So I go back out there and I said, you guys told me it would be a couple minutes. It's been, you know, almost an hour now. Um, I just want to see my grandma. Um, can you just check one more time for me? So, and, and the whole time, the thing that, what should have been my, my, like, clue, she never looked at anything. She just kept being like, well, she's 631. She's 631. Oh, like, so she didn't she look didn't, at no chart. She didn't, she didn't look, look at the computer. computer. Nothing. Okay. She, she was just, but she said it with such confidence. I was like, well, maybe she just knows off the top of her head because she's been dealing with this all day or something. So I'm like, um, okay. Uh, yeah. Can you check one more time? She's like, yeah, I'll check. Uh, and she calls the, the dialysis people again. And they're like, well, yeah, we sent her back. She should be back by now. And she's like, well, she said she should be back. Maybe, you know, she's still on the way up. 
just go back to 631 and wait again and i was like but i've been waiting nobody's come i haven't yeah, heard anything wrong so i go back into the room um again and i'm still waiting or whatever and i leave the door open this time and i thought i heard like my aunt's voice out in the hallway but i wasn't sure and then i was like well if it is her it's fine because she's probably heading to this room and that means they're finally getting back and and now it's getting to that point where like it's starting to interfere with other things i'm supposed to do today like you know i technically have to work we're supposed to do balls deep that day and all this stuff so i'm like uh even though now you know it's crossing that threshold where it's like now i'm gonna look like a dick because i have to go and it's gonna even though i've been here for an hour and a half already yeah it's not gonna cut it to walk into my grandma's room for 10 minutes and leave you know what i mean Mm -hmm. So it's so I, I basically was like, um, okay, uh, it's an hour and a half now. This is insane. I heard my, I thought I heard my aunt's voice. I don't see her out there, but um, and then the other thing is, room the room that they said she was in, say it was six fifteen. Mm-hmm. I didn't, but it had a sign on the door and everything that was like, hey, uh, this is for such and such type of room, like you know people with this kind of issue and it wasn't the issue that she went in for so then i was like i don't want to just open somebody else's door yeah and it's this other person's job to fucking know who's in the room ain't that the truth you know at least look like you know and i should have go known. in on my behalf or something yeah i should have known something was up with this lady because her eyebrows were drawn on and ah no that, that she was, had a pencils did she yeah that's a sign you know and 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 my biggest thing uh like when you told me the story is one of those things where like i said that's why that's why for me i go from one extreme to the other because for me i'm like hey i'm being nice and nice is not getting me a goddamn anywhere right it's you know and when you're when your default is nice when you show an ass, you really show an ass because you go, okay, I didn't come here with attitude. I didn't come here being nasty. I didn't come here being rude. And you had my ass sit for an hour and a half and wasting my goddamn time. Right. And, you know, somebody that draws their eyebrows on, they're already lying to you, you know, with their face. Ah! So I should have known that she was lying. Um, So I go back up there and I'm just like, look, I've waited an hour, 45 minutes. Nobody ever came back to the room. I don't know what's going on um i'm gonna go home can you just please let them know i was here um i text my mom on my way out like hey i waited two hours um not i didn't get to see anyone can you please uh you know let them know that i came up here and i told her what happened so later on we were doing balls deep and i get a text in the middle of the show and um i I read it and it was my mom and she was saying i'm up here talking to her right now i'm in the room with peg and it's room 615 so i'm like so it was the room that you told me it was yes i said that's what i told her when i got there and they told me she had moved and i waited two hours and i was like can you please report that lady because i'm not there and i was like but if i was there i would probably go up there and cuss her the fuck out but i was like can you please just i don't know who the proper person is to tell but can you please tell somebody because one she was dismissive two after two hours you don't care enough nothing like sparks your interest to be like oh i might should look further into this i might should check a system i might should ask somebody i shouldn't just be like oh fuck it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. 
somebody everybody up there is someone to someone else you know yes they are yes so they you know are. and it matters to people who gets to see them in and out of the hospital because you got moral support you know just that idea of people who pitch in people that wanted to see you people who gave a fuck and then you're just gonna throw it away because you couldn't be bothered to like look at a sheet of paper yeah and 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 like i said that's the thing that makes you angry like i said when your default is nice and niceness gets you nowhere and then you have to show your ass in the hospital because you're like i i i I wanted to make this simple but because you're incompetent at what you're doing or you don't give a fuck enough to do your job now i have to show my ass and like um for me my mama had uh well my aunt who raised me my mama went to the hospital not too long ago and when she went to the hospital, I wasn't there, and I'm so glad I wasn't there. But there was an incident that happened with, like, um, I think hospitals still have, like, the candy stripe people or the people that volunteer sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, an incident happened with that. And um, I looked at my mom and them. I was like, uh, why didn't y'all get her, y'all her name and report her? Right. And for some reason, when it comes to hospitals, everybody gets scared and frightened and act like, act like it's not a chain of command. There is a chain of command there. Right. If somebody doesn't not do their job, they have a supervisor, they have a manager, you don't like their answer, they have somebody else you can go to. Somebody reports to somebody. Right. Yeah. It's, <sighs> but, yeah, that was super-duper frustrating, man. Just think about it. It makes you mad again. But Yeah, and I wasn't even there, and I'm so glad I wasn't there. Yeah, and especially with the idea of, like, it, it would have been so easy for her to look. You know yeah, and that would have made me mad. I'm like, can you please? I want to watch. Can you please look into the system? I'm like, look, we've been waiting way too long. I'm like, look, is there somebody else sitting around here that can do this for me? I, I, I probably wouldn't ask somebody else because I was like, look, you can't do your job. What is your name? Can I have your badge ID number? I'm reporting you because I've been waiting way too long, honey. I understand you got to be here for 12 hours, but I don't have to be here for 12 hours. And there's so many other rooms there. I don't want to. I it, first of all, it's not my fucking job. But number two, you don't want to. I shouldn't be going else. door to door on people's rooms. You know, yes. hey, ma'am, I'm sorry. Oh, is this is this my grandma's room? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, like you know that it's awkward for everyone who doesn't work there, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't have my job. I don't have a reason to be in everyone's room. So if I see a room that has a closed door and a sign on the outside that says like whatever, you know, this is an issue. I'm not going to just go barging in there talking about this. What they say my grandma is. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm asking you to only be polite, man. So it was, it was just so like, it was such a letdown, man. And I was so tired too, because I'd already been up since like five in the morning or whatever. You had played ball. And I, you know, I basically had scheduled this, like, you know, by the time, like people don't know, but by the time, like we do balls deep on Friday, I'm normally exhausted anyway. Cause I, you know, I stayed up, uh doing the show and all this stuff mm-hmm. i don't just like do i don't just go play ball at five in the morning and come home and sleep mm-hmm. till balls deep i stay up i do work on the podcast on the site then i do infra- you know search for articles and shit like this and by the time that we do uh balls deep like i'm physically drained sometimes at the end of when i'm reading articles at the end of balls deep i can hear myself fucking up articles because i'm like oh man i'm getting tired you know yeah so it's so when somebody like when when you allow time like out of your schedule like let me go in there and you know see my grandmother you know not to mention it's a fucking hospital what job do you have if it's not for you know dealing with 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 the visitors dealing with uh you know who's in what room like because that's the other thing you you don't know hospital not me right and not just to mention like 
how good is your service if you don't even fucking know who's in what room and aren't bothered to look like how do i know you don't just give the wrong medicine to my grandma like how do i know that you don't um you know yeah you just check on the wrong person supposed to be every 15 minutes and you go into room 631 which is fucking empty and also when someone's missing for two hours you don't go wow dialysis should have been over an hour 45 minutes ago this might be some kind of serious issue because that's the other thing is i'm sitting in there like is it a serious issue does she did she have a, yeah. a stroke did she yeah did, did she have to go back to er like yeah you're not telling what are me complications any- you yes. can't just have a motherfucker disappear for two hours after they've had different issues in the past couple months man so um you know i'll it was like you know and that's the thing like whenever i get really mad like that i always have like a voice that's kind of like almost an advocate for the other person which is one of the reasons that when I do get mad, I get real, real mad because mm. that voice has already exhausted itself. Like, it could be this. Well, it could be that. It could be you this. Know, and, and, and it's yeah. going through all the excuses. And then when I run out, it's like, okay, yeah, fuck this person. Fuck them forever. You know, like, that's yeah, why I get and, mad that way. Yeah, and, and, and that goes the same for me because I, truthfully, I am a very, very, very patient person. So for me to get to the point to where... I start getting when my voice starts going up and things like that. But like this, everybody knows themselves. And when I get to the point where I could hear a change in my voice, it, especially if it's like in a working environment, a lot of times I'll be like, you know what? Um, whatever we talking about, we need to stop talking about because this is not going to end well. Yeah. Because I, I've tried to rationalize. I've tried to be very, very logical with you. And when you get to the point, like you say, when that voice goes away, it's not pretty. And I was extremely polite too, which is also what killed me. Um, all right. Um, let's talk about some different articles and stuff. Okay. Um, not, no, no real funny, uh, random thoughts today. Sorry guys. Um, I uh, think, uh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I was going to just ask you just a question, um, mm-hmm. before we move on. What does it mean when, cause I've been seeing people say this a lot on Twitter when people say they're going to tweet through it. Uh, tweet through it. That just means, uh, people that tweet through, uh, emotional events and stories and shit. So it's like, um, instead of cussing this bitch out, I'm just going to tweet through it. So then they tweet other stuff that has to do about this, but then they don't actually do that shit in real life. Or maybe something sad happens. Like I, you know, my girlfriend broke up with me. I'm a tweet through it. So you Twitter all your thoughts. It's like using Twitter like a diary almost. Okay. So that's what they mean when they tweet through it, you know. Um, all right. And, um, and normally it just that when you're tweeting through it, normally you're oversharing, you know what I mean? Okay. But it's just, it's a way to say it where it doesn't sound so bad, but typically it's some personal shit you probably should keep to your fucking self. self. Okay. But you know, and that's what I you thought. have social media, so you got to tell everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No problem. Uh, this is what I think is funny. Speaking of tweeting through it, um, everybody knows, (laughs) everybody knows the Pope has Twitter, you know. Oh snap. And, uh, this is the, this is the cool Pope, guys. This is, everybody loves this Pope, the Catholic Pope. Um, you know, it's like Coke, he's new Coke. You know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's a sexy Coke. Yeah, it's the same Coke, but it's a different color on the bottle or something. A different shape bottle. And everybody's getting so excited about this dude, and I'm not gonna front. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. Maybe it's because I'm not religious. 
but i don't feel like he doesn't believe the same shit as every other pope come on now all the other churches before him just painting it differently but it's the same message y'all yeah people are treating him like he is a revelation right uh catholics around the globe are reacting mostly positive to pope francis's recent remarks that the church has become too focused on quote-unquote small-minded rules on hot-button issues like homosexuality abortion and contraceptives at masses over the weekend the faithful reflected on how they believe francis comments will impact the catholic community the pope said thursday that pastors should focus less on divisive social issues and should emphasize compassion over condemnation so you know it's kind of like when people say oh i'm you know i'm a christian that you know believes in the teachers of jesus like i'm I'm here to help people here to you know be nice people we're here, here to, to serve people right yeah. right i'm not here to judge condemn and fight y'all and tell you how y'all going to hell because it's not worth it yeah yeah maryland white 73 who worships sunday at new york city's famous saint patrick cathedral welcomed the pope's words I think he sent a good message. I think he's open, opening a way for people to communicate, dialogue, and maybe come back to the church. Um, New some York. People ain't coming back, y'all. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I think some people will, but I think they're fooling themselves. Yeah. Not, not, put it in- like if the reason you're coming back is because you got tired of the church's stance on homosexuality, abortion, and contraceptives, the stance hasn't changed. They're just not talking about it as much. You know what I mean? Like, we won't talk about homosexuality because it's small minded and it's such a small thing. But it oh, well, did you, so well, did you people. change it? Do you mind if I get married now? Oh, oh, of course not that. I mean, come on, let's not but, get carried away. We're not just not going to talk about it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like you're presenting something as a change by flowery words, but in reality, it's not a change because at, at the end of the day, homosexuality, abortion, and contraceptives affect a lot of people. And at the end of the day, and you still believe yes, the same thing. And y'all not changing any rules. You're right. not changing any regulations. You, 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 you still have your sexist uh, views about women and preaching right. and all that stuff and women not having voices in your churches and things like that. So at the end of the day, you know, is there really change or, or, or or, or are you just taking something and putting a beautiful dress on it and going, oh, she's pretty now. When you're going, that's the same girl we seen 15 minutes ago. She's got another dress on. Right. Uh, New York Cardinal Timothy Dolan told reporters at the mass that Francis speaks like Jesus and is a breath of fresh air. Outside a church in Coral Gables, Florida, Frank Riccio said he was grateful that the Pope is trying to shift the tone of the church. I'm a devout Catholic, always have been. I think Catholic Church has gotten out of touch with the way the world was evolving. Riccio, 69, who's retired from a career in technology industry, um, he said he was glad about the way the Pope discussed abortion. Riccio believes life begins at conception, but also supports a woman's right to choose. So, you know, it's stuff like that where it's like, okay, but you do realize that he, they're not supporting a woman's right to choose. No, they're not. And like, and, they and, still yeah, have that stance. Yeah, it, it, to me, it's like if the KKK was like, we're not going to talk about niggers as much. So we're the new KKK. It's like, mm, so niggers are cool. That everybody's equal. Well, nah, no, come on. Not, we're not just not really. talking about it. Yeah, we're not really. Yeah, we still don't believe in, you know, uh, people using contraceptives, no matter if you're married or not uh well people still gonna have sex right yeah it, like it, it just seems like people once they get to this area of their life they're so easily satisfied by incremental change it's like this like this like literally just the tone of the change like, hey he's at least talking about it it's like that's good enough for you you know what i mean like it's just is that the lower like 
when we come when it comes to the people who are making the quote-unquote rules for governing your life your morals your beliefs your soul you're comfortable with and eh, just a little bit of change that's fine you know hey he's at least he said gay he said gay today and he had ah! never said gay before that's so, he kicking the door down you know so hey you never get this kind of change Woo! another hundred two hundred four hundred years hey we might make it to the point where people hold hands and be on the same sex and it's not a problem but just ah, keep your fingers crossed working our way to hand jobs guys he also said he support changes that allow priests to marry it's a natural state in life for men and women to have a partner i'd like to see him do it though you know what i mean that's the other thing too is he keeps being like well my personal belief is this it don't it's like matter. but you're but you're the pope don't you talk to god can't you like work this out for everybody like you're the dude that does the 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 work with with the Lord that tells us what he said. Like can't you like put in a good word for us? You know, it's like yeah, so they can leave them little boys alone. Let them let these people get married. Irene Delgado, a practicing Catholic in Havana, Cuba, said the church needs to adopt the modern times. Adopt adapt the modern times. The world evolves, and I believe that the Catholic Church is seeing that it is being left behind, and that is not good. So I think that they chose this Pope Francis because he is progressive and has to change things. And I am sure the church is going to do it because the church always knows how to adapt to all eras of history. I remember when they adapted to the Spanish Inquisition. It was so good. Um, oh, didn't people die? Uh, people got tortured and stuff. But, oh. You know, hey, there was adapting. You know, live and you learn. <laughs> in boston evelyn martinez 26 says she agrees with francis that compassion should be one of the church's main priority no one disagrees with that i don't believe that someone's sexuality should keep them away from any religion said martinez a graduate student at emerson college who attended mass on saturday night in philippines asia's largest predominantly catholic nation manila biz a manila businesswoman ching damazian said sunday that the church needs to constantly advocate against abortion and homosexuality but she appreciates the pope's outreach yeah it's it's just weird to i guess if i was in a demographic that was affected by this kind of stuff i this wouldn't make me start going to church like if i had decided like i'm done with church like to be honest man it maybe it's i'm just being this cynical it sounds like they just want gay people's money people that you know stopped going to church because they were tired of so many people that they've They've been forced to at least address it because of the money loss. Yeah, and Catholicism has a lot of just kind of obligation to their the people in it because you know when they run do polls and surveys of the actual people that go to Catholic churches, it's a lot of people that are like, no, I don't do this shit. Like I, mm-hmm. yes, I fuck without I'm mean, fuck with contraceptives. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I use birth control. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I don't care. I, I want gay people to get married. But I go to this church every Sunday because this is how I was raised. What I was told to do is tradition. I feel guilty if I don't do it. And it's like, well, that's, you know, they want to get that group of people that started being like, I'm going to stop going to church. They want to get them back. And I feel like that's all this guy is, is like a new PR, a new spin on the same old shit. It's not anything different about what he's saying because he's not planning on making these changes he's not, of course not. planning on handing these down Mm-mm. nobody's to the gonna church. vote on this they're, they're, they're not gonna make any new decrees or anything like that yeah it's not revolutionary change in my mm-hmm. opinion you know it, it, like if now if, if tomorrow they started being like hey uh pope, pope francis says um that the lord said that uh being gay you know you should be able to get married i'll i'll eat my words i'll eat them i'll eat them with with 
ranch sauce on it and everything dog but it's ah! not gonna it's not gonna happen man it's just it's funny because i feel bad because people getting so excited and it's really excitement over absolutely nothing, nothing. you know it's no is there's actually no real change that's gonna happen because of this mm-hmm. and you know like i said it's to me this is the this is like when you fight with your girl you fight with your man and y'all have a big issue at your that is a a really like you both are very stubborn on you're not you know you have seen this through and she's like you know what just come home and you're like i i don't think you understand i don't agree with you on this thing and i don't want to do blah 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 and she's like just come home i promise we just won't talk about it anymore you're like but that doesn't solve the issue no and it does not make it go away yeah so uh it's gonna be surprising you know i don't know maybe this will get a new injection of people back into the church and then they'll be disenfranchised you're gonna have some but you're yeah. not gonna have a lot and then the ones that come come in there uh especially the people that get tricked by this they're gonna be in there for a while then they're gonna end up leaving again because oh y'all tricked me jose baltazar baltazar 74 year old vice president of an insurance company and longtime church volunteer in manila said the pope has said his priorities mindful of stark realities we have to give priority in working to bring those who have gone astray back to the fold we pray for them why did they go astray what's our shortcoming what's the shortcoming of the catholic church but is are y'all gonna really change though you know what i mean it reminds me when he talked about the gays and he was like uh who am i to judge the pope the same people that had you know the catholic church the representative of the catholic church the same people that have been judging people for years like yes you know and i really think what all this comes down to is once the media and the internet and all the stuff got a hold of the of the fact that we have real proof verifiable proof that there was sex scandals involving mm. priests and and boy little boys, boys that was covered up and for years and moving yeah. people around and shifting them across country out of out of country and all kinds of shit. They're like, hey, we we got to do something to to clean up. Yeah, and once they found out that it was systematic, they lost a lot of people who left church. They just mm-hmm. they checked out. They mentally were like, I'm done. I don't believe in this shit anymore. This was the last straw. And now they're like, no, we've changed, guys. Now we just don't care as much about that stuff. Mm-mm. It's like, well, what does that mean? You know, when I go do confessional, you're going to be like, don't worry about it. Don't no Hail Marys this week. It no, you care. Like you care. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's just funny because people, people just like totally get them a pass. Um, they do. Karen, you sent me this, another mm-hmm. upbeat article. <laughs> <laughs> there are 2,500 youth offenders serving life sentences without the possibility of parole in prisons worldwide. Mm-hmm. We've come up with a map showing all the countries where they are incarcerated. That's right. It's one country, the United States. I was shocked. The United States is the only country in the world that condemns people to spend their life behind bars for crimes they committed before they turn 18. A new report for the sen- from the sentencing we're project. We're number one. And we're the only one. A group that advocates for prison reform highlights this fact. You know, this shit like this is why I'm like, yeah, they're not going to ever work themselves out to transgender prisons. Mm-mm. Like, we can't even do this. Like, we got to, we lock up 14 year olds for life. Like, this life is not, dog. this is not the country of, sure, I'll call you Ashley. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nah, this is the country of, you get locked up for life. 
so unlike other countries we fail to acknowledge their youthfulness and often other factors that contribute to their crimes like poverty and childhood abuse you know another big factor in this is probably how many of these crimes involve guns thereby making the crimes fatal as opposed to many other countries yeah where you know a motherfucker probably ain't killing anybody because they ain't got access to a gun but people are so loose with their guns and they're right i I own me a gun my kids can have guns they're in my house i'm an owner and Ah. you know the kid gets a hold of a gun and kills a motherfucker then it's like Mm -hmm. well we gotta lock this dude up you can't not we can't let you kill 10 people and walk away yep um according to the report life sentences for all offenders are on the rise in the country and the population of people serving life without possibility of parole is growing especially fast with an increase from 40,174 in 2008 to almost 50,000 in 2012. Uh, the concept of a life sentence without parole originated in the United Kingdoms in the 1950s and continues to be practiced almost exclusively by former British colonies. According to Alison Parker, the U.S. director for the advocacy group Human Rights Watch, in the U.S. it has become, it became popular in the 1980s and 1990s as politicians vied to portray themselves as tough on crime. Mm-hmm. And, and and i and this goes along with the war against drugs mm-hmm. yeah not to mention um you know a lot of this is because prisons are private and mm-hmm. what when a business is private one of the things it needs is stability in its income mm-hmm. and one way to gain that is to have people that are in your system for their entire lifetime yes sir because you're constantly receiving money for having these people in your system so it will make sense to me that this would happen um speaking of church there's a church slogan in oregon the pastor has a church slogan for his church it says church sucks <laughs> well, this i agree real with. simple I also like that he thinks this will make people go to church. Like, oh, finally, somebody admitted it. So we, I guess when we're going to go to church, it's going to be the game is going to be on the strippers. Mm-hmm. No, still church, nigga. Ah! A pastor in Oregon hopes to recruit members with a catchy but controversial slogan, church sucks. The church pastor has been mailing out hundreds of flyers with a slogan to homes in the area. What is it, like reverse psychology? Oh, like, oh, oh, like them people that be hanging the stuff that you said you it was like, dear neighbor. And you flipped it over? Yeah. You was telling me about that? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. kind of like that. It's like, we're going to send it to everybody that got a door. The church pastor has been mailing out hundreds of flies. He's looking to create a place where people who have not had the best church experiences in the past reconnect with their faith. Pastor Tony Crank says some churches have oh, become the cranking it out. Some churches have become the kind of place where you put the point the finger and you condemn and you rebuke and are really quick to quick to do it. So I think that it is definitely lending itself to people not wanting anything to do with church and thinking church sucks. He believes church around the world is not are focusing not enough on connecting people with God. So church sucks is what he's saying. Speaking of uh homosexuality, Karen, mm-hmm. did you know Antoine Dyson is straight? That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, he's he's uh becoming a father. Uh he speaks on his uh he's he's got a new on love he loves his queen now. I guess his queen is his, his woman. Um uh he, he there's some quotes in the article. He was viewed by Hip Hollywood. Um 
now he found he found out how he found out he's gonna be a father we took the test and she banned me on the wall i knew something wasn't right we took another pregnancy test to make sure and she was positive we have our first doctor's appointment on monday on loving this queen she's taking my attention away from all the other stuff i had going on we have fun together we love each other i love her and now she's having my baby this is my first child ever i'm pretty excited about that yet i'm still numb i can still i can't believe this on faking his on facing the backlash faking what a Freudian slip on facing ah! on facing backlash because of his new heterosexual lifestyle everybody is turning against me at first when i was growing up everybody said you need to read the bible you need to know that god is against that and then when you actually say i've changed and i'm on the right path i'm straight they still have a problem with it you can't make people happy you can't satisfy everyone oh well people make their comments on his marital status how do you know we aren't married now i don't really want to talk about that because i don't have her permission obviously you're obviously you're going to meet her one day and we are going to be able to tell you everything you need to know but right now we're kind of secretive so why why, why is she keeping herself top secret is something special is she even real (laughs) i don't know but uh it's just funny man because people are fucked up like that where it's like he gay y'all you know gay being gay is wrong you need to stop being gay yes what's wrong with you it's a lifestyle it's a choice he's like all right i'm straight we don't believe you you ain't straight you you gay you know you gay you gonna try to act like you straight now what's wrong with you uh gucci man say what can i said poor thing and then you don't went from 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 straight to worse gucci man uh, his fans have saluted him for committing to rehab. I've, this dude with the ice cream face? Ice cream tattoo. Seems like it explains a lot. Yeah. After going on an all-encompassing Twitter tirade that attacked everyone from record executives to Nicki Minaj and T.I.'s wife, Gucci Man is finally coming clean about what really caused him to lash out. I love this. People wild out on Twitter and then it's like, let me tell you what happened. What had happened? What happened? Gucci has been openly warring with his former Brick Squad artist, a.k.a. Uh, Waka Flocka, for months now. But two weeks ago, he declared an open season on Twitter, aiming at numerous targets within the music industry. Shortly afterwards, he claimed that his account was hacked. But on Sunday, September the 22nd, the Atlanta rapper finally admitted to a scissor addiction. I just want to man up right now and take time, this time to apologize to my family, friends, and the industry, and most of all, my fans. I'm sorry, he wrote. I've been drinking lean for 10 plus years and I must admit it has destroyed me. I want to be the first mm. rapper to admit it. Lean. Lean. Mm-hmm. That scissor, that purple drink. Purple drink. What's yep. in it? Coffee? Co- codeine. Oh, snap. I'm addicted to lean and that shit ain't no joke. I can barely remember all the things I've done and said. However, there's no excuse. The admission was supplemented with apologies and those who have been offended with Birdman, Drake, and Rick Ross being called out specifically. I want to personally apologize to Birdman, Ross, and Drake. Them my niggas 100% regret my words and actions, he tweeted. And just to assure fans that he was serious about recovery, Gucci added that he will be committing to rehab. I'm currently incarcerated, but I will be going to rehab because I need help. I want to thank everyone that stood by me. Is it going to that real rehab where you can't sign out? He going to that Lamar Odom one-day rehab. Yeah, that rehab where you go in is optional. Well, that ain't rehab, boo-boo yeah well what's funny to me is uh he regrets talking shit about all the people that can help him career-wise but not the other people yeah um and also it's 
funny because he said i'm currently incarcerated but i'll be going to rehab like what did he do to get locked up how, how's he tweeting from prison i guess they ain't get no line gucci's addiction to prescription cough syrup hasn't stopped him from releasing several mixtapes over the past year and apparently still has more in store wrote Not some the prison mixtapes wrote some new hard shit can't wait to get out of this hellhole so y'all can hear this shit oh did they did they record it over the uh collect calls i don't know probably what up my nigga another day the same shit punk ass yo on a nigga dick last week gucci was checked into an atlanta is that sound the sound of the static on the phone can mm-hmm. gucci was checked into an atlanta hospital <laughs> after breaking up could you please deposit another 25 cents <laughs> do you have a collect call from <laughs> last week gucci was checked into a atlanta hospital after a confrontation with cops that led to his arrest and landed him with charges of disorderly conduct, mis- marijuana possession, uh, and carrying a concealed weapon. Just days before that, he was caught on video almost getting into a fist fight with an Atlanta shopper at Atlanta's Lenox Square Mall. Gucci isn't the first rapper to openly serp- struggle with syrup rejection. UGK's Pimp C famously died from an overdose of the prescription, uh, promethazine codeine concoction. Look with Lil Wayne, while well, Lil Wayne was fa- has faced scrutiny for it, and Mac Miller recently admitted his own issues. I don't know much, but I know that shit fuck your teeth up. Cause did Lil Wayne have to get all his teeth fixed? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Me either. Um, but yeah. Um, Chris Brown. He uh says that um apparently he 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 doesn't like being vilified anymore. Newsflash nigga quit doing shit then he wants to know why he is he vilified but jay-z gets a pass jay-z didn't beat nobody dog jay-z stabbed un one day at a party um a long time ago and uh that was in 2001 and he pleaded guilty to stabbing the record producer lance un rivera in 1999 at a listening party in manhattan Brown believes the Magna Carta rapper got off easy for this, but he himself still can't move past the 2009 Rihanna assault. I got to the. You beat that bitch in the face. Um, not to excuse Mm -hmm. nothing that Jay Z did, but when it comes to crime, crimes against women, people have a tendency, even though at the end of the day, people don't give a shit about it. People have a tendency to roll on that harder than they do crimes against men. A crime is a crime. Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where she wasn't no regular woman so you got a lot of attention drawn your way and then you can't get angry when you don't apologize about the shit and stick your middle finger up and cut a monkey and dye your hair and that crazy and shit they be like why y'all motherfuckers won't leave me alone nigga because every time i turn up you in my goddamn face yeah he beat a pretty famous woman pretty woman yes she's pretty and she's famous and he beat her and she has her own fans and so yeah. until you- if he would have beat the same woman and she would have been one of the others it would have been fine if he would have been the pretty woman he would have been fine if he would have been the ugly famous woman he would have been fine yes if he would have been a no-name woman uh he would have been fine he beat up a pretty famous woman in the height of her prettiness and fame that's right and america record at the sheer audacity of that that's right and then and nobody I, knows what un rivera looks like and that's the point nobody knows who these people look like and honestly nobody gives a fuck at the end of the day when 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 it comes down to it, you just cannot do this shit, and then turn around and show your and turn around and tell the people to kiss your ass. Right, Sean shot a woman in the face in the club. Nobody knows what that woman looks like. 
nobody cares like uh, it's, it's, people are shallow it's not even complex honestly uh this is something i've been dealing with for the past maybe five years he told jet per cnn anybody with a voice tupac michael jackson notorious big gets formatted except maybe jay-z who is accepted by white america because he shakes hands and kisses babies no disrespect because i'm a fan but nobody brings up the fact that he stabbed somebody or sold drugs he gets a pass i get to the point where it's only so much you can take from the master you feel me so he back to being black now okay uh i i love when they do that they fuck up so bad that it's like because you know the mass ain't gonna tell me what to do am i right black america y'all agree right but put it like this every time you quote unquote have a comeback you do some fucked up shit to make people be like oh that's right nigga you beat bitches i've taken my fair share of lashings I've dealt with the media. Instead of being an artist, I've been called a woman beater. You dealt with the media? Come yeah, on, Yeah, by dog. throwing a chair out the window and trying on, to. Come on, good morning, America. Come on. I've been insulted in public and judged, and being able not to want to kill myself at the end of the day is what made me say, fuck it. The Virginia native, uh, where the home of Where's My 40 Acres is, uh, even went so far as to compare himself to Trayvon Martin. I identify with Trayvon 100% as far as living in 2013 and still dealing with blatant racism. This generation is so used to racism that it's normal. We don't care. We aren't on drugs or catching AIDS, but they still look at us as niggas. So he black, he black again, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Am I confused between the correlation of you beating bitches and Trayvon Martin getting shot? Well, you know how us as black men, we always uh get in trouble for beating women, you know. Like, you'll be walking down the street, and they'll be like, oh, look at that woman beater. You know? They even say our shirts are wife beaters because of it. So. <laughs> yeah, he black again. Yeah, until you apologize, Chris Brown, no. His mom was in Michael Jackson was having problems with his record label, mm-hmm. and uh, he went from doesn't matter if you're black or white to black people. Where the NCAA, I mean, where the NAACP, where, uh, mm-hmm. no, where's Jesse Jackson? Black people. No. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm black. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody give a damn. OJ Simpson kills a couple white people. I'm back, y'all. Like, stop trying to come back. You was trying to be bigger than all race and, and everything, and, nigga. And my thing is this. Uh, I watched Dancing with the Stars. Nigga, you was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Like, performing and tap dancing. You wanted to tap dance and, and Michael Jackson this shit away and the shit didn't work. So. Because he kept getting in his own way. That's what's yes. so funny is even with it being a famous pretty woman that he hit, no, it was never going to go 100% away, but he could have circumvented this so many times in his career by just yes. not fucking up anymore. Yes, and and I think that's the thing that, that, that made me angry because it's one of those things where it's like every time you do some crazy shit, of course it's going to keep coming back up. And, and, and the sad part about it, your fucking publicist quit. And their job is to clean people's careers. But you kept fucking up so much that they was like, fuck it. Every time I, every time I think we about to get rid of this shit, you do some more dumb shit out, out, out there, pillow fight with Drake right. at the club, out there, you know, putting, putting your face up, talking about, ooh, I got cut, out there, uh, tweeting shit, deleting your account, recreating your account, deleting right. your account, recreating your account. I mean, it gets to the point where it's like, what do you expect people to do when every time you turn around, it's not about your music because you can't goddamn sing. Right. You can dance, but like Roger say, when I'm listening to the album, I can't hear dancing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Other than tap dancing. <laughs> right. Which you don't do. 
um but yeah i I think it's terrible man um this has been getting a lot of a lot of news today um there's a woman who is 124 sandwiches away from an engagement ring and she's not 800 pounds what happened what is she eating what kind of sandwiches is these the sandwiches aren't for her karen oh since last june Oh. oh okay okay since last june a woman has attracted attention from the culinary world icons such as Emerald Lagasse, Michael White, and Ken Friedman with 300sandwiches.com, a beautifully, a beautifully flo- photographed blog that documents her quest to woo her boyfriend with bread and meat creations. We now reveal that the woman behind the blog is our very own page six senior reporter, Stephanie Smith. Here she tells a story and shares some samples. My boyfriend, Eric, is the gourmet cook in our relationship, but he'd always want me to make him a sandwich. Each morning, he would ask, honey, how long have you been awake? About 15 minutes, I reply. You've been up for 15 minutes and you haven't made me a sandwich? Bitch. To him. Might as well have said. To him, sandwiches are like kisses or hugs or sex. Sandwiches are love, he says, especially when you make them. You You can't get a sandwich with love from the deli. I don't know. Jersey Mike's is pretty close to loving me. Ah, uh, yeah. We go together. Me and we Jersey sure Mike. We sure do just shit. Jersey Mike, give us free food, nigga. Yeah, me and Jersey Mike's are whole hands. We sure we are in the public. One lazy summer afternoon over a year ago, I finally gave in. I assembled turkey and Swiss on toasted white wheat bread and spread Dijon mustard generously on both bread slices. And I made sure the lettuce was perfectly in line and neatly stacked uh, with the neatly stacked sl- turkey slices. Eric devoured the sandwich as if it was a five-star meal, diving in with a large, eager bite. Uh, baby, this is delicious. Babes, this is delicious, he exclaimed. As he finished that last bite, he made an unexpected declaration of how much he loved me in that sandwich. Honey, you're 300 sandwiches away from an engagement ring. I paused. Was I happily ever after as simple as making him a few sandwiches? Our relationship has always been centered on food. We met at a restaurant in Chelsea two years ago when a friend I was having, I was dining with spotted an Alexander Skarsgård lookalike. An introduction was made. I found out he's a computer programmer, a Taurus, or as he says, what's that sign for people who don't believe in astrology? Obsessed with Star Wars and a very good cook. On a second date, he cooked me dinner, tuna tatar, and fresh scallops on tomato compote. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I don't know what the hell that is. With delicious meals, nearly all of them cooked by him, followed and soon we were date followed and soon we were dating seriously. The fact that he could make a perfect filet mignon, not just order one in a steakhouse, was a big turn on. A year ago, we moved in together to a sleek place in Brooklyn. We've met each other's parents, traveled internationally without strangling each other, and successfully hosted many a dinner party. Things were moving at a natural place, but I wondered what it would take for him to propose. First of all, if I'm him, I would be reading this article with horror. Like, keep our fucking business out out of the the streets. streets. You know, and then you're putting out here this basically ultimatum that I have to propose because you've been making sandwiches. Like, good grief. And it sounds like an offhanded comment that he gave too. like, girl, you 300. It's like, girl, you 300 boat blowjobs away from a ring. Yeah, and it's insulting to me. Like, uh, from a female, you go, nigga, what? Well, speaking sandwiches. of which, she is far less blowjobs away from than sandwiches away. Like, I can't believe. 
like she she must not know what her head game is must not be that nice because must not her sandwiches yeah. must, must be better like i feel like she's at least like she's probably like 200 less blowjobs away from getting a ring than than sandwiches what the hell were these sandwiches made out of not blowjobs or it no, would have been would have been like you 75 blowjobs away from marine girl ah um also like why wouldn't she just start making 300 sandwiches immediately just make a sandwich like he, the nigga be eating nothing but sandwiches every day she'd be married in like you know a couple weeks it's like what you want it's like what you want to go out and get something to eat now nah, i made you a sandwich motherfucker we eat sandwiches for breakfast lunch and dinner nigga i can't wait till you get to 299 he starts slowing down on them sandwiches and shit yeah oh uh, you know i'm full i just don't want i can't eat another bite just mm-mm. what about this sandwich you ate most of it i only count the sandwiches if i eat every last bite and i left the crust off of these so that is not a sound that that one doesn't count oh you left me off of this sandwich this sandwich was not complete things were moving at a natural pace but i wondered what it would take for him to propose i'm in my mid-30s and my parents have been happily married for more than 35 years I've always valued the commitment and dedication it takes to get married and stay married. <laughs> okay. She in love with them weddings. Call me old fashioned, but I like to raise a family with someone who feels likewise. Maybe I needed to show him I cook to prove that I'm wife material. Are you going to make him and the kids sandwiches? Here's what's weird to me. If we're living together and you're making sandwiches, making sandwiches isn't proving you can cook. It's and your lane. If he knows how to cook, what's the fucking point of you having to prove you can cook? Come on now. Sound like she getting the runaround. If I wanted yeah, three. Yeah, sound like, uh, for real, it sound like he duking her. If he wanted 300 sandwiches, I'd give him 300 sandwiches. I'd blog about it. I bought the 300sandwiches.com domain. I know he was so mad when he saw this shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, you know what? I bought 300sandwiches.com. Why? Remember yesterday when you said I'm 300 sandwiches away from getting a ring? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, well, I, you know. Two ninety nine. You ate that sandwich yesterday. You counting? Are you okay? All right. Well, I guess I got three hundred days to move out. Um, and Nikon DSLR, uh, which is her, her camera. I peruse tons of re- recipe sites and cookbooks for sandwich ideas. I asked friends for suggestions, but some, especially my single friends, were less than supportive of the idea. How Stepford Wives of you, the one single girl whose kitchen was used for shoe storage. Oh, so she's shading her single friends. Another, a hard-working C-suite. Girl, you ain't, you ain't making no sandwiches. You got shoes in there that you like to wear on your feet and look pretty. Another one, a hard-working C-suite banking executive also objected. It's not 1950, she exclaimed. It's chauvinistic. He's saying, cook for me, woman, and maybe I'll make you my wife. My own mother yeah. was doubtful. Honey, can you even cook, she asked. No, but I'll learn, I argued. So you think he gave her an possible task, too. Um, also... When did we start counting sandwiches as cooking? Am I Sandwich? tripping? No, sandwiches. It's not is, cooking no. unless you like cook, cook the sandwich. Un- for real. Unless you like cook the meat or you cooking the yeah. eggs. No, you got meat, bread, cheese, bacon, mayo, or whatever you else you want to put on it, pastrami or whatever else you want to put on there. That's it. Yeah. Lettuce, you know, tomatoes, however fancy you want to get with it, whatever exotic ingredients that people can't may or may not be able to pronounce is in it. But a standard sandwich involves no heat. I started with the easy things. My second sandwich after the turkey and Swiss was a two ice cream sandwich. Wait, a two ice cream sandwich constructed from Anna's ginger thin cookies and blackberry currant ice cream. 
so yeah now she's turning to every he's like oh you know what i want so, some dessert we got anything sweet to eat uh how do i turn this ice cream into a sandwich hold on i'll be right back uh 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 you want a water sandwich i pull some water in this bread oh. no nah, i said i was thirsty i just want a cup of water well just wring out the bread that counts as a sandwich ah! no it does not my early thinking was quantity not quality 10 sandwiches or so and i did the math three sandwiches a week three four uh times four weeks a month times 12 months a, in a year man i wouldn't be done until i was deep into my 30s how would i finish 300 sandwiches in time for us to get engaged married and have babies before i excited my exited my childbearing years my mother was a voice of region relationships are a marathon not a sprint take it one sandwich at a time wow that's 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 a woman that loves her daughter because anybody else be like girl you are a goddamn fool ain't that true but that's that that mama love is like listen baby just one sandwich at a time hopefully after a hundred or so he'll relent i had i made sandwiches for breakfast lunch dinner and dessert i made sandwiches to get myself out of the doghouse like number 67 a scrambled egg smoked salmon and chive creation that combines some of eric's favorite things to make up my being 45 minutes late for dinner the night before because she couldn't find the sandwich ingredients probably even after covering ah! covering movie premieres or concerts for page six, I found myself stumbling into the kitchen to make Erica's sandwich while I still had on high heels and a party dress. Making all of these sammies, I learned how much Eric loves sharing cooking with me. He enjoys going to the grocery store with me, picking out ingredients, planning dinners. Though I still want to get engaged and live and get married and live happily ever after, I've also put less pressure on the race to the 300 sandwich, and I'm enjoying the cooking experience with Eric. Today, I made and blogged about 176 sandwiches over the months. My creations have grown more complex. Lobster rolls, bon mi, pulled pork. No matter what's on the menu, Eric's mouth says thank you. He's just happy I cook for him at all. You women read all the magazines and get advice on how to keep a man. It's so easy. says, we're not complex. Just do something nice for us, like make a sandwich. And, all right, well, hey, you know what I have to say about this? If it's working for you, good for you guys I'm, honestly I'm good for you if you think that this is what you need to do to get married and this is what your man wants it's your relationship fuck these hoes if they don't like it because it doesn't fit their feminist agenda your personal life your personal relationship fuck them everybody always got something to say about the people they're not fucking yeah they do so i wouldn't give a fuck man like if this was uh if this is really you feel like what makes you happy and this is gonna help um your relationship and you don't feel demeaned in any way you don't feel then don't let anybody fucking tell you that you need to feel that way because that you don't have to carry their burdens around with you people do that all the time and they ruin perfectly good relationships with their theoretical bullshit yeah okay i don't know I, like there's i know there's a ton of shit that karen and i probably do for each other that other motherfuckers go i wouldn't do that shit just true you know there's times where we do the show and then karen's like i'm gonna go make something to eat and i'm sitting here fixing this working on the podcast some other chick would have been mad talking about some man we why can't i work on the podcast you fix me something to eat i'm like well you don't know how to do everything i sure don't now we got this shit ain't even efficient anymore now now i gotta waste the time to train you to do the shit right so you can feel equal so you can feel a certain way about shit now look if that's the kind of woman you're messing with and you know that then you need to deal with that shit on your own like i'm not saying don't don't do anything because of me but the point being like if you happy fuck it she seem happy a lot of people are very upset that she's a black woman this dude's a white man uh, yeah a lot of people got which 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 is people's hang-ups a lot of that from the beginning I, to me 
and this is like on the outside looking in. I, I just think is is a fucked up ultimatum. That's and that's if the ultimatum is real. Yeah, if it's even real, like that's right. Honestly, it sounds like she's over exaggerating and embellishing like a motherfucker. To be quite honest of with course. you, of course. Um, it doesn't sound like he even really meant the shit that serious, and she took it and ran with it. And her thirst to get, you know, to be loved or some shit. I don't know, like to get married. But um in general, though, I have no issues with this woman. Mm-mm. And I wouldn't, you know, like, and that's the thing. People want what they want. And if you're with somebody and, you know, you think that, like I said, if you're genuinely happy and this isn't just your way of pressuring this motherfucker into marriage, and who knows if it is. We don't know these people. Um, But if it's, if it's really just some cute shit that y'all want to do while you take the time to make the preparations to get married, who gives a fuck? Everybody always so worried about somebody else's shit. Yeah, yeah, cause you say I'm, I'm pretty sure I get in there and I, and I get to cooking and stuff. And you know, it's a lot of women who even have issues with, with your band set, but well, baby, go make me a meal. Yeah, there's a ton you know? of people that have their issues. And you know what? Go find a person that matches your issues. Cause ain't that the truth? I'm not the one. Karen might not be the one, but mm-hmm. somebody is the one. You know, some, there's yeah, always somebody, somebody out there. Somebody deal with you and your bullshit. Somebody out there. Right. You know, there's, I'm sure there's, there's, you know, every time we get in the car, pretty much Karen makes me drive wherever we're going. Like, I sure do. You my chauffeur. Right. That's her thing. Right. There's other people that are like, ain't no man going to drive me anywhere. Mm-hmm, honey, I like you to know? sit and look around and stare at shit and type on my phone and not pay attention. And if I wrote a 300 drives blog to some shit, and it was a little catchy cute thing i was doing and people wanted to judge me for it fine but yeah i wouldn't let them single chicks that are her friends or anybody like that uh sway me just because of the concept of it and now if you have personal details and insight into my life and that's why you feel like look i know karen is no good for you and she's just using you blah blah ah. blah i get it you know what i mean i like mm-hmm. I, I get people who genuinely are concerned and care but yes, there's a lot of people, people i saw all over twitter yeah, today they, they don't they yeah they don't know this woman from adam no, they're they, just mad at the concept of a woman quote-unquote getting in the kitchen and making a sandwich, sandwich. for a man and then and then deeper they just mad as a black woman and a white man yeah i yeah. saw a lot of that too like yeah. it would have been a brother yeah, so, so they're bringing other issues that's, that's not even relevant to the uh uh the sandwiches yeah i mean we made our jokes and shit but i don't i mean honestly i don't care it's as far as it being funny that's what it is it's funny to me but um you know a lot of people are 300 sandwiches away from some shit in their life like get to get to making them sandwiches then dog if that's what you into i wouldn't let that shit stop me i wish i nigga would yeah <laughs> um we don't have time for guest the race today because like i said uh i have to go um record um uh hot five start i'm gonna be a guest on there at nine um uh, we do have time for fucking with black people though so let me play that That's right, it's time for Fucking With Black People, the game where we rate, we read and rate articles on a scale from 0 to 100 about black people and people fucking with them. Today's article is from an AIG CEO who says the outrage over Wall Street bonuses was just as wrong as the lynchings in the Deep South. Oh, Lord. That's right. 
in an interview with the wall street journal aig ceo ben bunmosh uh claimed out came out with the worst analogy in the 2000 for the 2009 financial crisis uh bob i'm sorry bob bunmosh uh compared public outrage over aig's bonuses to the deep south lynching african-americans it was just as bad and just as wrong he says he's you didn't have to pause he said because the employees were used uh used to a certain way of living now you have these bright young people in the financial products unit who had nothing to do with the bad bets that hurt the company they understand the derivatives very well they understand the complexity they're all scared and they were all slaves they made no rights they had good livings they probably live beyond their means. They aren't going to stay there for nothing. The uproar over bonuses was intended to stir public anger, to get everybody out there with their pitchforks and their hangman nooses and all that, sort of like we did in the Deep South decades ago. And I think it was just as bad and just as wrong. That's right, guys. People getting mad over CEOs getting huge bonuses is just as wrong as people killing black people in the south Mm -hmm. because they were black Mm -hmm. you remember how them slaves would be so rich now just up in there Mm -hmm. with their with with their parachute packages bailing out of the plantation corporation yes with they uh, cotton stock Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like i'm gonna take my cotton stock and bail out of this slavery corporation with my golden Ah, parachute with all my freedoms and all my rights right uh so yeah i get this dude a hundred because that's mm-hmm. so ludicrous there's no possible way anyone would look at that and could think that that's reasonable um police a man slashes a woman with a sword and runs away oh shit jackson tennessee tennessee a pair with a sword confronted three women who was sitting in a car Sunday night, according to police, around 6 p.m. on Sunday, an angry woman and a 240-pound man approached the car on Burkett Street with, with while wielding a sword. Police say the man used the sword to bust out the back window. <gasps> One woman suffered a cut, cut to her arm and was sent to the hospital. Police say all three women feared for their lives. Uh, eyewitness News spoke with neighbors in the area. It's just a sad story once again, and people, some people, sometimes people have sick minds, Benjamin Woods, who lived on Burkett Street said. After using the sword, police say the man left Burkett Street in a black Monte Carlo with a woman. He is wanted for aggravated assault and vandalism. The woman he left with is wanted for aggravated domestic assault. Generally, police, the police, I felt like, have done a good job over here cleaning the area up, Lloyd Springfield, who lives near Burkett Street said. It was just a shock to me. Police say the man with the sword knew the people in the car. As far as neighborhood safety, I never really seen a threat like this coming, but you never know. It's crazy times, Springfield said. Yeah, you never do know because people with swords are extremely unpredictable and no reasonable, rational person would ever see it coming, which is one of the reasons we have to get these dangerous people off the streets. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm tired of being the only person in America that does see it coming, that does understand that these people can't be trusted. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, it is up to us to unite against these sword welders and get them off our motherfucking streets. Mm-hmm. Today's show is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions, the lady with the false eyebrows, ah, the Pope, 300 sandwiches, and a bunch of other shit. Um, appreciate y'all checking us out, man. Of course, you can find us uh, Saturday morning. We'll be live at 10.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. for a feedback show. 
um seems like everything's cool we need to go ahead and get out of here only got six minutes to the fire starter uh we'll get to more guests to race and different kind of crazy ass articles next week um so shout out productions.com check them out until then i love you you do baby Mwah. <laughs>